Welcome and thank you for listening to the Okuo Church Podcast. We exist so that people will be in community with Jesus and one another. We'll do that by listening to God, loving people, leading by empowering others, and linking to our community. Today, Pastor Humby Cerveta will share a message with you. We hope you enjoy it. We are in week four of our series called Fruit Feeder. Now, this is another series where we're talking about fruit. And the reason for that is because we got a word to start the year that we would be fruitful here at Akua Church. So we have done our best to learn about what spiritual fruit is totally about. Now, in this series, Fruit Feeder, what we are doing is taking a look at how this fruit is actually fed by the situations in our lives, that these crappy situations can be turned to fertilizer in our lives. And we're looking at this idea through the lens of scripture we find in James 1. There it says, Dear brothers and sisters, when troubles of any kind come your way, consider an opportunity for great joy. For you know that when your faith is tested, your endurance has a chance to grow. So let it grow. For when your endurance is fully developed, you will be perfect and complete, needing nothing. So what we're looking at is how these situations can be used to fertilize the fruit that the Holy Spirit is growing in our lives. What we are understanding is that pain has purpose in our lives. In this series, you're going to get something from every single person that delivers a message here. We are going to share something that was painful in our lives. And we're going to share the purpose that that pain had in our lives. So each week when we step up here in front of you, whether it's during our message or whether Abel's leading in worship or whatever it might be, we're going to do our best to be hot with you. We're going to have hot sermons, hot worship, hot people here in our church. Now remember, HOT is just an acronym for Honest, Open, and Transparent. Now we're all going to be a hot church here, and I'm just trying to be a hot pastor for y'all. Now, this week's hot story is from a little more recent than uh, my last couple of stories. You know, I've been like throwing back to elementary school and high school. This one's actually taking place in late 2019, where we're at the very start of a kuo. At that point, I'd knock on the door after, after God had told me to go knock on a door. And through that knock, we got a, the building to office out of and record like this sermon that we're recording right now. We're in this building that we're going to eventually meet in. Now, anyways, we had this amazing God thing happen to us to get into this building. Then God hooked us up with this really amazing name, Akuo, which, as you guys know, is spelled A-K-O-U-O, for those of you that are still struggling with it. A-K-O-U-O. Now, if that's you, it's okay. We're going to get through this together, and you're going to learn how to spell Kuo, A-K-O-U-O. Anyways, back to the story. We've had two amazing God things happen at that point, in addition to all the cool God stuff that just made it really easily known that Abel was the guy that was supposed to be a part of our team. Now, all of this to say, God kept on showing up and doing amazing things. Now, what's crazy is that in the middle of all of that, I was doubtful of one person involved with this. Me. Now, I, I know me, I, I know I mess up, and I know I wasn't qualified, like I didn't feel qualified to be the pastor of the church. So I'd sit there and feel inadequate. I would pick on myself. I would break down all the ways that I had messed up and all the ways I think I'm going to mess up. I would break down all the ways that I didn't feel qualified to lead a church. I mean, I, I didn't like share it with anybody. Uh, it, it was kind of weird, I, I, but I felt like an imposter. But I also felt like if I told anyone that I would get out there and it would just be like, everybody would know that I was the worst. I was frustrated, disappointed, and confused. So one day, Abel and I came to pray around this building. We felt like it was the right thing to do at that point. So we decided we would start walking in opposite directions and meet back up in the place that we started. So I threw my headphones on and started to walk and 
Uh, what's funny is I was listening through this song called I'm Listening. And I did that because I needed God to know that I was listening to him. I needed God to know that I was serious in this moment. And I needed God to know that I wanted to hear from him. I needed to hear from God because if I continued down this path of doubt, I'm not sure if we would have a church. So what about you? Have you ever felt like this before? Have you ever looked at yourself and thought, maybe God is going to call someone else to do this? Have you ever looked at yourself and thought, maybe I'm not the right one to be in this position? Whether it's like your job or your relationship or like being a parent. Or, or maybe you're like, uh, maybe I'm never going to find that person that's going to love me. I mean, I think at some level, we've all felt some idea of inadequacy. We, we've had this idea pushed on us, whether it's from ourselves or on the outside. A lot of the times, we can be the worst ones to take a look at ourselves and have a good and honest evaluation. We know all the ways that we fall short, and sometimes we blow up very small things we fail at, and we blow them up into massive things that we won't allow ourselves to get by. And here's what can happen. When we can't see ourselves in the right way, everything else can absolutely fail. When we can't see ourselves in the right way, then we can't fully connect to God. But Jesus will always see more in us than we see in ourselves. And we see that at work when he's calling disciples to be a part of how he is going to change the world forever. Now, Jesus called most of his disciples in a very similar way. Normally, they'd be like in his presence, he'd be walking by, and Jesus would just basically stop and, and, and see what they're doing. And he'd be like, hey, come follow me. Which, when you apply that to right now, might seem like kind of a weird thing. Like, let's say some pastor came up to you and was like, hey, come follow me around. You'd probably say no. And actually, I would encourage you to say no if any pastor comes around and asks you to follow him. Uh, so anyways, that seems like a weird thing. However, back then, if a rabbi asked you to follow them, it was a really big deal. Because it was something uh, that you'd probably been looking to start when you were a young, uh, young age. Because back then, young Jewish boys at the age of five years old would go to the local synagogue to start learning Hebrew and memorizing the Jewish scriptures. When they turned 13, there were only a, sec a, a, few, a select few that were encouraged to continue their studies. Then more time would pass and they would come time for the teenagers to choose a rabbi to follow. And once a rabbi was chosen he would actually start testing the students. Now, after the rabbi ran a full battery of tests for those applicants, he would choose even fewer from them to follow him. He selected only the applicants that he thought could fully measure up to the standard and eventually become just like him. A rabbi did not want to invest in anyone that did not meet his standards. Now, the rest of the applicants that didn't get chosen, well, they were encouraged to go get a job. They were encouraged to develop a trade in the rest of the world. So when Jesus came along, he would see them in the world, and when he told them to follow him, it was an upgrade in their lives. These guys that were working other jobs had been passed over before. These guys had felt the sting of someone telling them that they weren't good enough to be a disciple. But now here is this rabbi, Jesus, saying for them to follow him. Now when that happens, it's like these guys are getting drafted into the, into the pros, right? So it's an easy choice for them to drop whatever it is they're doing and follow Jesus. Now, in this instance that we're about to talk about today, Jesus calls someone from a profession that most people wouldn't think would be qualified to follow Jesus. Let's take a look at it. As Jesus was walking along, he saw a man named Matthew sitting at his tax collector's booth. Follow me and be my disciple, Jesus said to him. 
So Matthew got up and followed him. So this is a really quick story, but there's a lot to unpack about this tax collector named Matthew. So the sheer fact that he calls this tax collector is amazing because back then tax collectors were basically thieves. They would take the taxes that were owed to Rome, but then they would also like add on their own tax for doing their job. So these guys were actually pretty well off. They had all this money that they had stolen from everyone that they would do business with. And because of all this, they weren't looked at very favorably by people in their community, which was kind of the point that Jesus is making here. Jesus is not picking the number one students or the best and the brightest kids coming out of Hebrew school. Rather, Jesus is picking the messed up ones. Jesus is picking the people that no one wanted to build his ministry. So let's jump back into the story. There it says, Later, Matthew invited Jesus and his disciples to his home as dinner guests, along with many tax collectors and other disreputable sinners. But when the Pharisees saw this, they asked his disciples, why does your teacher eat with such scum? When Jesus heard this, he said, healthy people don't need a doctor, sick people do. Then he added, now go and learn the meaning of this scripture. I want you to show mercy, not offer sacrifices. For I have come to call not those who think they are righteous, but those who know they are sinners. So you can see here how the community thought of these tax collectors and other disreputable sinners at this dinner. They're not fans, to say the least. And I'm sure the identity, this identity is something that the tax collectors have heard about themselves before. And maybe they've accepted this about themselves. They might think of themselves as scum and nothing more than just a low-level thief. But then there's Jesus. I love the answer Jesus has for the Pharisees here. Sick people need a doctor. Then the scripture that Jesus quotes to the Pharisees, I want you to show mercy, not offer sacrifices. I want you to love people, not follow rules. Jesus is explaining the start of why he has come to this earth. He's explaining that people that are sick need him, which is an amazing illustration because what does a doctor do? Bring people back to health. So Jesus is telling the tax collectors and the sinners that they are not scum. Jesus is telling them that they are worthy. Jesus is telling them that he is there to serve them, not the other way around. Jesus changed everything. That day he said to those people and to us for our current days that we should look to him when it comes to figuring out who we are. Jesus looks at your sickness and he can see your health. Jesus looks at your crappy situation and he sees what is going to fertilize your spiritual fruit. Jesus looks at your pain and sees purpose. So here's what I want you to walk away with today. The big idea for today is this. When you are in pain, Jesus sees your potential. When you are in pain, Jesus sees your potential. It doesn't matter what you're going through right now. It doesn't matter how much you are hurt. It doesn't matter how many terrible things you have done. Jesus sees your potential. Not only does he see your potential, but he will make you better so you can realize that potential, which is exactly what he did for me. So back to my story. I feel like I'm the worst. Even though I've been called, I've heard from God and he's asking me to lead this church. Meanwhile, I'm sitting there saying, God, I'm not good enough for this. I don't have the skills. I don't have the abilities to do this. I am too messed up to do this. Really what I was telling God was, I'm afraid to fail because no one wants that attached to their name. No one wants to drop the ball 
on anything. I definitely don't want to do that when it comes to this church. So that day, with Abel, we were walking and praying, and I'm making my way around the building, and I get to a place where I can see the door I knocked on that was answered by Pastor Mike at Redeemer Lutheran. And when I see that, I just dropped all my worries and fears as I was praying, and I just started thanking God for what he had done up to that point. Now, a quick sidebar, it's, it's a time of year where the leaves are like falling, and I like to play this game on my own where I try and catch leaves like as they're falling, and I, I try and keep on walking, and uh, you know, I, I won't stop and catch a leaf because that's kind of easy, but if you keep on walking and trying to catch one, it's actually pretty tough. So every time I catch one, I have like a legit celebration. It's also not a thing like I, I play with everyone. It's just something that I have on my own. It's just something I do on my own. So back to the story. So I'm walking back uh, by the back door at this point, being prayerful and thankful. And I'm walking, you know, kind of like this as I pray. Then all of a sudden I see this leaf falling and coming towards me and it lands on me. But when it hits me, it lands like right here in my hand and it wedges itself in between my hand and my chest. It's like someone placed it right in my hand. In that moment, I felt like God was showing me that all these worries, all this failure I'm afraid of, he was like, I'm gonna place all of this stuff right in your hands. You will never have to worry. It was like he was telling me, I see your potential and I'm gonna make you better so you can realize it. He saw the crappy situation I was having and he created this fertilizer for my lack of faith, so I could be faithful. He reached into my life and showed me that I was someone that would be taken care of. He reached down and let me know that I was worthy of the calling he had given me. He reached down to tell me that I was more than enough. He reached down to let me know that he was gonna do all of the hard work. And I actually still have that leaf and I keep it in my Bible to remind myself of how God is going to help me do all this stuff here at Akuo. How God is gonna help me serve all of you. And that doesn't just go for me. The same thing goes for you. Jesus is looking at you with so much love and excitement for how you are going to change the world for the better. You aren't gonna to have to do all the hard work. All you're gonna to have to do is dig your roots deep into God's living water, which is the Holy Spirit. Then you let him take over. He put you together in a way that will help you get through all the crappy situations that you are in. Then in the spots where you will fall short, he's gonna come through for you. He's going to show up when you need him. The Apostle Paul says it like this. Each time he said, my grace is all you need, my power works best in weakness. So now I am glad to boast about my weakness so that the power of Christ can work through me. That's why I take pleasure in my weaknesses and in the insults, hardships, persecutions, and troubles that I suffer for Christ. For when I am weak, then I am strong. So each time you are weak, the strength of the Lord, the strength of Jesus is on display. When you are weak and somehow everything still works out, who is it that will get the glory in that situation? You or God? God, of course, right? And each time you are weak, each time you are in trouble, he will show up and get you through. Think of this. If you have a person that always seems to come through for you when you need them, every time they come through for you, you trust in them a little bit more. Each time they help you out, you believe they will do it for you the next time that you need them. The same thing happens with God. This weakness, this crappy situation, they actually point us back to him. 
because it's in those moments that he will reach into our lives and make amazing things happen. Then when we look back on it, we will believe in him to take care of us more and more and more. It's what we've been talking about for this entire series, guys. Remember the scripture, it says, dear brothers and sisters, when troubles of any kind come your way, consider it an opportunity for great joy, for you know that when your faith is tested, your endurance is a chance to grow. So let it grow, for when your endurance is fully developed, you will be perfect and complete, needing nothing. So guys, this is what Jesus does. He is the great doctor that will make everything better for us when we are off. When we look at ourselves and see shortcomings, Jesus sees that as opportunities. He sees places that his strength and love will shine through. He sees places that he can show the entire world that he is here to love and lift people up. Guys, we are gonna be developed into something far greater than when we started out as. Remember, when we can dig our roots deep into God's living water, he will give us all the spiritual fruit we could ever ask for and more. One of the apostles, Paul, saw it like this. All praise to God, the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who has blessed us with every spiritual blessing in the heavenly realms because we are united with Christ. So the first step for all of us is being united with Christ. Before Jesus can heal us, before we can realize our potential, we have to unite ourselves to him. And to do that, it's really simple. All you have to do is simply have a conversation with Jesus. We would call that prayer. Then you just let Jesus know that you believe in him and what he did here on this earth the best way you possibly can. You don't have to know everything to know that Jesus is real. You can come before him with faith the size of like a tiny little seed, and that is enough. So if you are interested in uniting yourself with Jesus, you can pray to do that right now. To help you out, I'd like to ask everyone in the Akuo community to pray along with you. Whether you've started this relationship or you've been united to Jesus now or you're going to start here in a minute. Because here at Akuo, no one ever has to pray alone. There is always a community here to pray with you. So if you want to unite yourself to Jesus today, pray something like this with me. So just say, Jesus, thank you for your life. Thank you for looking at me and seeing more. Today, I want to say that I believe in you. I believe that you came down to this earth for me. I believe that you died on the cross for me. And the best way I know how, I want to accept the love that you have for me. Thank you for everything, Jesus. Amen. Now let's keep our heads bowed. Now, if you've been united to Jesus, whether it's been for the last five decades or the last like five seconds, it just happened to you and you want Jesus to fix you and show you your potential, then I want you to pray along with me now. Just pray something like this between you and Jesus. So just say something like this. Jesus, thank you, thank you, thank you for everything. Thank you for your sacrifice. Thank you for seeing in me what I can't even see in me. Jesus, I ask you to show me what you see in me. Show me the ways that you want me to serve you in this world. I ask you to show me the purpose I have in the middle of this pain that I'm feeling right now, in the middle of this frustration. Jesus, I ask you to make me better. I ask you to be my good doctor and heal me so I can live out that purpose that you have for me. Again, Jesus, thank you, thank you, thank you for everything. We love you. 
And we pray all of these things in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. All right, guys, that's all that we have for you this week. Just a reminder that next week we're going to continue in our series called Fruit Feeder that we're in right now. And once again, we're going to be up here getting hot with you. We're going to be honest, open, and transparent with you next week. But next week, we're going to have a special guest that's going to be getting hot with you and sharing some of the purpose that they have seen in their pain. So be sure and click on to see who that special guest is. So be sure and watch with us next week at 8.30 and 10 o'clock next Sunday morning. Also, next Sunday's Mother's Day. So if you want to show up to our in-person service at 10 a.m. next week, we will have some special gifts for all the moms that show up. Not only that, if you go to the cafe here in the Woodlawn Lake area called Coffee Cup, between 9 and 11, we will be buying coffee for all the moms in the area. It doesn't matter what drink or what size it is, moms drink for free. We just want to be as generous as possible to all the moms in the area. Now we will post about this more on our social media later this week. Next, I want to talk about how we practice generosity here at Akuo. What we do is practice the biblical method of giving called tithing. And that just means giving a first fruit 10% offering to the storehouse, which is your local church. Now, we all know this, right? We, we understand this biblical principle. When you trust God with something, he comes through. It's the same thing about what we're talking about today. If we trust God and what he's telling us, he comes through for us. And it's the same thing with our finances. We get it. It's hard for us to trust God with that. But when you can trust God with your finances, you'll see that you can trust God in every single part of your life. So this could be a very good way that you could have some practical discipline to show your faith towards God and then have God show how awesome he is in your life. Now that might not be a possibility for you right now to tithe. Things might be really tough for you and your family. If things are tough for you right now, we wanna help you out. We wanna be linked to you during your tough time. So if you need anything at all, please reach out to us. Or if you know someone that needs some help, please reach out to us. Let us know what they have going on. All you have to do for that is go to our website, akuo.church, that's A-K-O-U-O.church, and click on the Contact Us link. You can also send me an email directly at humby.sedveta at akuo.church, or you can also call or text the church directly at 210-901-8785. Now, if you're willing to tithe here at Akuo, the way you can do that is by going to our website, akuo.church, and when you get there, all you have to do is click on the giving link and follow the instructions. We also have our text to tithe option. For that, all you have to do is text AKUO, A-K-O-U-O, and the dollar amount you want to tithe to the number 77977. If you don't want to give electronically, we also have our P.O. box available if you would like to send your tithe through a check. For that, all you have to do is mail your tithe to AKUO at P.O. box 100-125, San Antonio, Texas, 78201. Next, I just want to remind you guys about our Zoom group. Now, this is a great way for us to get together and hear how God's bearing fruit in us and how we can also share it with one another. This is a great place for us to get hot with some people in our lives. Now, this could also be a place that you are able to see the purpose that is in your pain. So we want you to join us this Wednesday night at 7.30. For all the links to the Zoom group, all you have to do is go to any of our social media pages. Now, in addition to the Zoom group, we will have our first ever in-person group starting in just a few weeks. The group will be meeting here in the Monticello Park neighborhood. It'll take place outside and everyone will be asked to wear a mask for the time being. If you're interested in being a part of this group, we'll be posting a link about it in our social media this week. Okay, guys, that's all that we have for you today. I want you to know, like I let you know every single week, that I love you and I'm praying for each and every one of you all week long. So before we go, let me just pray over you one last time. So Jesus, as everyone clicks off their browser, turns off their TV and puts away their phone, 
I ask that you would be speaking to them. I pray that they would hear you during this time. Lord, I pray that you would show them their potential. I pray that you would show them their purpose. And I pray that you would help them understand how to turn this crappy situation into fertilizer in their lives, Lord. We thank you for everything. We love you. And we pray all these things in your name, Jesus. Amen. All right, guys. That's all that we have for you. Y'all have a great week. Thanks for spending time with us today. You can find this message and any recent sermon available on demand at our website, akuo.church. That's A-K-O-U-O dot church. Also, connect with us on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube by searching Akuo Church. Welcome to the community. We hope to hear from you soon.